Hello, magical human, and welcome back to another episode. This episode is a redo of the evening's routine episode. So, interesting thing happened this week, so I thought I would share it. I got an email from an amazing human being who was obviously going through the episodes and found the evening's routine and emailed me and went, great episode, however, you got this backwards, like this certain fact backwards. And I went, no way. So I went into the episode and I was like, oh my goodness, she's right. So to that person out there, thank you so much. You know who you are. I'm not going to say your name just in case you don't want that, but thank you so much for taking the time, you know, I think, you know, (laughs) I do not know everything and I am learning and evolving just as all of you are. And that episode was actually recorded in April, 2021. So the podcast was literally a month old at that point. And I was still very early on in my study and everything. So yeah, on that day I got it backwards and I haven't picked it up until someone said, So I know a lot of you listen to that. I know it's a popular episode. So I went, "Mm, uh, do I leave it there? And I decided, no, I can't leave it there because, you know, you do your best until you know better and then you do better, right? So now that I know that's in there and I know that's incorrect, I do not want anyone listening to it. I want you to get an updated episode, you know, and some of you probably didn't, most of you didn't notice because I'm sure if someone noticed you would have been the first to email me right totally um so yeah I really appreciate that time and I thought you know what this is already a topic that people love so why don't we redo it because obviously now I've studied a little bit longer older wiser all of the things so we can make this episode even better so if you loved the evening routines episode this is the redo and I'm going to go through it in a much cleaner, better way as I have obviously evolved since April 2021. I'm so looking forward to redoing this episode with you. Let's jump into it. magical human and welcome to Madison Mindset the podcast. Today's world can be difficult to navigate. It can be overwhelming, overstimulating and even sometimes unbearable to exist within. I know how you feel. I've been there and those feelings and challenges will continue to come up in your life. We know that for sure. All we can do is learn to control it and ourselves, to change our perspective and to reclaim our power. You, dear soul, are exactly why this podcast was born. My name is Madison. I am a yoga teacher, a mindset and spirituality coach, and a total earth fairy. I believe in a world of peace of love and one that holds a home and acceptance for us all. In this podcast, you will find many different things 
including yoga, yoga philosophy and meditations. You will find mindset and spirituality tips. There is empowerment, learning to find your inner power, self-love and self-care tips, talks with the universe, magical guests, sound healing and so much more. The best of all, you'll find the love and the enoughness you've always had within. Welcome. You are loved. When you're ready, let's begin. So let's begin with what evening routines actually are and why we should care about them. So an evening routine, you know, routine itself, the word is something you do repetitively, right? It becomes something like a habit. It's something that you do and everyone has a different set of routines depending on what it is. You know, you have a morning routine, how you eat food routine, you go to work, getting ready for the day kind of routine. You know, you have many, many routines, even weekend routines. Yes. So all of these things are just simply habits. So when we talk about creating an evening routine, it's first important to understand that you already have one. You have an evening routine right now. The question is, Is it supporting you in your growth and your health or is it self-destruction? Is it self-sabotaging? That's the question. Okay, and most of us who are listening to this podcast, you know, if you're listening to personal development podcasts and going out of your way to go, hmm, I'm going to listen to this and find out how I can create an evening routine. If that's you, chances are you're not totally thrilled with your current evening routine and you're hoping that you can get some advice, some tips here as to how to change it because it's hard, right? You might know what you want to do, what you need to do, but you're not doing it. You might have no idea what you should be doing. You might have no idea how many things to do or you might be kind of like me when I first found out about evening routines and I was trying to do everything, you know, all the things that could be counted as evening routine activities, you know, and what you're actually going to do, which of course is not achievable and puts even more stress on you. So what we're trying to create is a positive evening routine, one that supports you in your growth, one that supports you in your health, in your sleep, and one that supports you in creating the next day that you need. So there's a certain effort that needs to be put in 
especially when beginning to change a routine. Because as we said in the beginning, routines are simply habits. They are habits that you have formed and now that has become your routine. You do it automatically without even thinking. It takes very minimal effort, which is why your brain prefers your current routine, even if it's not healthy, more than a new routine. That's why changing your routine is so hard because it takes extra energy and your brain is trying to save energy. So what is it doing? It's going, no, let's just do what we've always done. Let's just put Netflix on, you know, eat a whole bar of chocolate and then, you know, scroll TikTok and then maybe you get to 12 a.m. Maybe then I'll go to bed. Okay, might be some of us out there with that, with that going on right now. It could be anything. So that's why it's so hard to change. So when we're talking about creating a new evening routine, We are talking about rewiring, reprogramming your brain. We are hijacking your current routine and trying to create a new routine that then becomes your new habit. Okay. And it doesn't actually take very long. You know, if you can decide what kind of routine you want and then start practicing it, even if it's just changing one thing at a time and just doing it piece by piece. Even if you do that, you're going to step forward. Do it for a month, two months, three months, sweet. Chances are you'll be in a new routine, you'll be in a new habit. So it's not easy and it's okay that it's not easy, okay? You may have been trying to change your routine and your brain keeps winning. Of course, of course it does. Okay. You, the part of you that is listening to this podcast right now with all the goals, that is your conscious brain. Your subconscious brain is the one that holds all the habits. And we know that our subconscious brains are at least 95% of us. Whereas your conscious brain is about 5%, give or take. So if the 5% part of you wants to change a habit and the 95% part of you wants to just maintain energy and just do what feels easy, what's going to win? You know, do you think your conscious brain is going to win easily? No, it's not. It's not impossible. It's not impossible because we work alongside our subconscious brain. We're not out to get our subconscious brain. We're not out to aggravate the subconscious brain. We're just simply trying to gently create change without force, just with conscious decision-making. Okay. So as we set up this routine, it's important that you don't put too many things into it. Okay. Don't fill it up too much. Okay, like as I said, like that's what I was doing. I had a morning routine with a 15 step checklist and I had an evening routine with a 15 step checklist. There was nothing left. There was no time left in the day after doing those things, you know, it's too much. So my goal tends to be three things and it depends how big they are, right? Three main things that are very supportive to your health and your well-being. Okay, so one of those things could be going to bed at nine. Okay, we know that going to bed early 
and getting that time before midnight is really important, right? So perhaps that's one of your things that you do, right? It can be that simple. Okay, we love, as modern humans especially, we love to overcomplicate things. You know, no, my routine can't possibly be that simple. Yes, it can. You know, (laughs) the simpler, the better. Okay, this is what we talk about with, you know, coming back to our roots, coming back to our grounding, coming back to the simplicity of just living as a human being. What is your natural state? How can you adopt a routine that helps you keep a more natural state? Okay, remembering that once upon a time we used to sleep under the stars and we used to go to bed with the sun and rise with the sun, very earthly being. You are still that earthly being. Our programming, our health still depends on that cycle. So for me, creating routines is not so much about adopting more stuff and creating a list of more things to do. We have enough of that. We have plenty of that. You don't need, you don't, eh. (laughs) thank you brain. You do not need any more stuff to do, especially in an evening routine. You're trying to set your brain up for a healing, healthy, natural sleep. If you're going to cram that time and space with stuff to do, you're going to struggle to sleep. And if you do fall asleep, it's going to be a very surface level sleep. One of those sleeps that you wake up from and doesn't matter how many hours you had, you're still exhausted. Okay, so what I'm going to do is go through some do's and don'ts, which they're very dramatic word, right? I don't like the word don't. But just to give you an idea of stuff of, you know, things that you do that are really useful and things that you probably might do right now that are really a no-go with just the hours just before bed. And, you know, it, and it depends on your work and the layout of your day of how many hours an evening routine goes for. But on average, your evening routine should start about two or three hours before you actually get to bed. Okay. Because you need to set that process up. You can't just work, 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 sleep. You can work, 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 chill, breathe, shower, sleep. You can do that, you know. So, Your routine technically should start at least two hours before you plan on being in bed. So if you want to be in bed at nine o'clock, then your evening routine starts at seven. That means your work stops, right? If you work till seven or eight and you're definitely not going to be in bed until 10 or 11, then your evening routine starts at eight, right? Make it work for you. You know, if you're someone who does night shift or any of those kind of things, you can only do the best you can. There's still routines you can do that can help you set up a healthier sleep. Obviously, working in the day, sorry, working in the night and sleeping in the day is very backwards for our whole being, but we can only do the best with what we have right now. So whatever you're doing, no matter what time you can get to bed, there is, an, there is a routine for you to do, okay? And everyone's routine is going to look different. So don't try and copy anyone's routine. Don't think that, oh, you know, that person on Instagram is doing card readings before bed, so I have to do No, you don't, okay? If that fits into your schedule, if it really nurtures you, then fantastic. 
Okay. A good rule of thumb is if it feels like a checklist, it's probably not nurturing. (laughs) If it feels like you just, yay, look at me resting. I want to check that off the to-do list. If it feels like that, what you're doing probably isn't nurturing to you. Okay. It's just another thing to do. You're just checking things off. Okay. Enough procrastinating. Let's go into the don'ts. Let's go into don'ts first, right? They're fun. The first one is the reason why we're redoing this episode, everybody. So tune in. Do not, try not to, go on your phone an hour, even two hours before bed. Okay, so the thing that we got a little bit iffy last podcast is the hormone melatonin that is produced in your brain in response to darkness. And this is what tells you that it's time for sleep. This is why we used to go to sleep with the sun. You know, as soon as there's no light, you start to get tired. This is because melatonin is produced. Now, the problem with being on your phone, that blue light stops or can delay or can interrupt the production of melatonin in your brain. So you might find it a little more difficult to go to sleep. It's kind of like trying to sleep at midday. Some people can do that really easily. Some people really struggle with sleeping in the middle of the day, you know, and it definitely doesn't feel like a long nurturing sleep at night, you know. So when you see the sun, in the morning. And I think this was in the morning routines episode, but who knows? I might end up redoing that one as well. If you can rise with the sun, you look outside, look at the blue sky, let some sunlight in, you know, don't stare at the sun, but just let it in. You stop the production of melatonin. And that's what wakes you up. That's what makes you go, okay, brand new day, let's go. When the sun starts to go down and darkness sets in, all you can see is dark. Yes. So, melatonin starts to be produced, gets you ready for sleep. It's a sleepy hormone. We like this hormone. Okay. It also helps keep the timing of your circadian rhythm. Okay. If you're on your phone until 1am and then you can't sleep properly or you go to sleep and then you wake up at 12pm and then you just feel awful, you know, and then you're not ready to sleep again until 1am the next day. This is not the circadian rhythm, right? The healthiest rhythm is go to sleep with the sun, rise with the sun. Most of us can't do that. So if you can just go to sleep before midnight, ideally a couple hours at least before midnight, and then rise between the hours of five, seven, eight at the latest I'd find with that, you know, like I've been all kind, like I've been an early morning person. I've been a late riser. I've been someone who, you know, I feel my healthiest when I'm up with the sun and you can get up with the sun when you're going to bed at nine or 10 o'clock. You don't need to sleep for 10 hours and, you know, so it actually gives you more time to make sure your brain is in a healthy sleep rhythm. It's a great way to live. It's easier to get a good night's sleep. It's easier to sleep well. Okay. Remembering that sleep is a big part of your health. It's healing. It's repair time. Okay, Every cell in your body, every part of you is 
receiving a big dose of healing. If you don't provide that to yourself, what's going to happen? You know, who knows? There's also um, been a study that says that once you get into sleep debt, so that is when you haven't been sleeping well for years, um, you haven't been sleeping, getting the proper hours, getting the proper time, you can never catch up your sleep debt. Never. You know, some people have a sleep debt worth 10 years, 20 years. They'll never catch that up. Okay, now this it makes a big impact on your health. So don't worry too much about, you know, oh my goodness, I've been sleeping for I've been sleeping terribly for 30 years. It doesn't matter. Okay, we know we can't catch that up. So if you are, you know, you know, say if you're just coming out of school or something right now and, you know, turned 18 or you know 21 you started you know going out and stuff this is the time to think about it because you don't want to build up that sleep debt okay but anyway even if you have if you go yep I've definitely got a sleep debt it doesn't matter just start now because it's better than not right so try not to go on your phone turn it off you know I don't I have an iPhone as you can hear dinging in the background so awesome um yeah, it has this feature on it, which is like the nighttime feature. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it basically um comes up and it goes time limit, get off this. You know, I mean, it gives you the option to bypass it, of course, but it does come up and go, get off your phone, sleep time, have a good night, sleep well. You know, so you can set your phone up to be a more supportive space. You could also just set a standard alarm and just, you know, set an alarm for... 7 p.m. And when it goes off, turn your phone off, put it away, you know, set the alarm for the next day, put it on charge and leave it. Don't touch it. This includes TVs, laptops, iPads, by the way, all anything that has a blue light. So staying up, you know, watching Netflix right up until bed, not the healthiest thing. We've all done it. We may have just done it last night. (laughs) Okay. It's all good. You know, it happens. Maybe do that one night a week. Make that the special night, you know, Saturday night or Sunday night, something nice. But ideally, no, do not do it. The next thing to not do is eat right before bed, okay? Your brain's very first priority in sleep, right? But digestion, okay? Digestion is the first thing to do. It's step one in the checklist of taking care of your body, Right. So when you chew, you know, the stomach prepares for digestion. This is why chewing gum isn't great because your body's on constant alert and ready to digest and it's not focusing on anything else. If you eat right before bed all night, your body is digesting, 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 and then your alarm goes off and it hasn't got to the cellular repair or healing the other stuff, you know, the flushing of the brain and healing and taking care of the whole body. It doesn't get to do that. So it's recommended that you eat your dinner, you know, three hours before you go to bed. Eat your last thing three hours before bedtime. It gives your body time to digest your food so you're not doing that while you're asleep because it's very hard to sleep and get good healing sleep when you've just eaten. So if you are having meals and then going straight to bed and you're struggling to sleep or you feel unwell, that might be why. So something to look into. The next thing to don't do is fall asleep in negativity. Okay, Your brain, your subconscious brain 
takes that very last thought from your conscious brain before you slip off into sleep and it manifests. Okay? That's why often if you go to bed thinking about something you're struggling with, you dream about it. Or you wake up and you that's the first thing on your mind again. You wake up and you're like, oh, I'm still thinking about that. You know, that's because your last thought is the one that stays all night. And we know that thoughts literally program the biology of your body. So if you fall asleep and your last thought is something really negative about yourself, you know, thinking some poor thought about you or about your health or about somebody else, your body is trying to heal itself with that negative thought and it's just manifesting, getting bigger. So you're going to wake up feeling worse. So we want to fall asleep with positivity, with a beautiful thought about yourself, about life, about your health. So something that I actually got from Louise Hay, she said um, that I think it was, it was in one of her books. I'm not sure which, which one it is, but she said a practice she'd been doing her whole life right before she goes to bed is repeating, constantly repeating a positive affirmation until she falls asleep so that that's the last thing that her brain has. I think I can't remember the affirmation off off the top of my head, but it was something about, you know, I love life, life loves me or something like that. Something really simple. So I often use an affirmation, you know, I am healthy, I am healing. I am healthy, I am healing. Um, If I'm really stressed, I use I am peaceful, I am peaceful, I am peaceful. And you just repeat it until you fall asleep and you wake up feeling so good, so good because that's the thought that's manifested all night. So really highly recommend watching what you fall asleep with. And this is why an evening routine such as journaling, right? Right before you go to bed, if you struggle with negative thoughts before you sleep, open your journal as you climb into bed and write down everything that's on your mind, everything you're worried about, reflect on the day, get everything out. And that way your brain won't be ticking over it all night because you've gotten it out. So get it all out and then write something good that happened today. Do some gratitude, you know, go, hmm, yeah, I'm really worried about this, but the sun was beautiful today. I feel so good. I had some beautiful food, beautiful family around me, and I know I can handle anything. And then you fall asleep with, I am strong. I am strong. I am strong, right? It depends on the day. It depends on what you're going through. It depends on, you know, what season of life you're in as to what affirmation you need. So you could do something like Louise Hay and just have that one affirmation and you're going to repeat it every day. It'll just get stronger and stronger in your belief system, right? Or you might go with what affirmation do I need tonight? Big thing, being mindful of that. Okay, enough don'ts. Let's go into some do's. Okay, so the first thing, which is kind of what I touched on before, go to bed early. Seriously, seriously. It's actually been proven that pre-midnight sleep is the most powerful for healing and repair. Okay, I'll say it again. Pre-midnight sleep is the most powerful for healing and repair. This is exactly why if you don't get to sleep till 2 or 3 a.m. 
and you don't wake up until 12 p.m. or 1 p.m., you've had heaps of sleep, right? Eight, 10 hours sleep. But you still feel exhausted. This is exactly why. Because you haven't given your body the time that it wants. Remember, we are beings that sleep when the sun is down. Our whole body, our being has evolved to work in that way. We heal in that order. So ideally, two to three, ideally, right, three would be the best, two to three hours sleep before midnight and then you can easily wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 6.30 and hit those early morning goals if that's something that you want to do for your morning routine, right, because you've had that time. How often do we sit on the couch scrolling for hours? It's time wasted, okay? Reality pill. You don't need to do that. It doesn't help you at all. It serves no purpose. Take control. Self-parent. And see if you can go to bed earlier. If you're in a job where you cannot go to bed earlier, and that's just how it is, that's okay. You have days off. Use those to go to bed early. And maybe even extra early. Maybe you go to bed at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Because you know you can't do that for the next five nights. You know, just start where you are. Okay, don't admit, don't go, oh, defeat. I can't do that. You know, just start where you can. Okay, if you've been going to bed at 1 a.m., 11 p.m. will make a world of difference. Start slowly. But it's important, right? The next thing you should definitely do is get ready for tomorrow. Get your clothes out that you're going to wear Make sure, you know, you put your clothes away from today, you know, get it away. Make sure you haven't left everything all over the room or, you know, you don't need to go and clean everything, but put stuff away, you know, just tidy up so that the you that wakes up tomorrow doesn't have to deal with yesterday's you. Yesterday's you. I like that. Yeah. So the tomorrow you doesn't have to deal with yesterday's you. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what I meant. You get me. You get me. So yeah, get ready. I also like to um, do my little to-do list, which includes three things. Three, right? Three, that's it. Three big things, three needle-moving things. I do those and then everything else waits until it's really important. You do your priorities first. Get the really important stuff done. You know, and if you've got time to mop or do whatever, then you can fit that in then if you want to. But, you know, also enjoying your life, sitting in the sun, reading a book, doing yoga practice, whatever it is. The next thing to do is eat good food, nourish your body for dinner all day, but especially before you go to bed, right? Nourish your body, eat the rainbow, eat fruits and veggies, you know, get the nutrients in. The last thing to do is relax. Relax, right? You don't have your phone, so what are you going to do? You could journal. We already mentioned that one. You could do some reading. You could drink a herbal tea. You can listen to some calm music or some healing music, some healing frequencies. You could do some restorative yoga or bed yoga. You could do a meditation practice if you hadn't done it that day or a guided meditation for relaxation and healing or good sleep. You could do a card reading if you really wanted to. You know, you might be into essential oils and want to go and, you know, 
do some of that or I love drawing mandalas. I'm going to spend some time doing that. I'm going to go for an evening walk and breathe in some fresh air. You know, whatever it is, some writing, whatever. Choose your thing. You know, and this is, this, you know, you have so much time on your hands when you put your phone down and stop watching Netflix, by the way. You're like, oh my goodness, I have hours until bedtime. Perfect. Play some music. Maybe you love playing guitar or another instrument. You're going to play that. You know, enjoy. Have a bath. Do something. Do something really yummy. And it doesn't have to be the same thing every night. It can be different. You might do a few things, especially when you have more time on the weekend, right? Just pick your thing. You don't have to do them all. Do not try and do them all. This is where you get overwhelmed. Just pick your favorite relaxing thing and do that. Or combine a couple. You know, go for a walk and listen to an audiobook. Or have a bubble bath and read your book and listen to your music. Do some restorative yoga while you're listening to your peaceful music or drinking your herbal tea or whatever it is, you know. And I haven't said all the things that you could do. Okay, I don't even know all the things that you could do. Perhaps you do something else for relaxation and you love it. Good. Do that. Okay, so this is what I've got for you for today's episode. And you might be going, but wait, what's my routine? What's my step-by-step? That's for you to figure out. Okay, I've given you the guideline. I've given you the best information I can on this day. Maybe in a year and a half, I'll have to delete this episode and make a whole new one. Who knows? But... This is what you need to decide now. Okay, so as I said, try not to have too many things on the list. It's not going to help. It's just going to overwhelm. Okay, so perhaps your routine is good food at 6 p.m. Read, bed early. Or perhaps it is go to yoga, good food. Music, bed. Maybe it's go for a run, eat some good food, have a nice warm shower, bed. Maybe it's drawing, eating, reading, sleep. You decide. And perhaps your routine currently looks like phone, average kind of nutritious food, Netflix, bed late. Okay. Can you change one of those things? What would be the most important one to change? In my opinion, bed earlier. The next most important thing would be get off the screens. Adopt more of a natural way of living. When the sun starts to go down, that's your cue. It's nighttime. Lights out. Just like when you were a kid, right? Lights out. That's it. No more. Today's done. (laughs) Today's over. Go to sleep. You know, so you decide what you want to do. You decide what your routine is going to look like. No one can tell you what it's supposed to look like. And you can't tell anyone what their routine is supposed to look like. And it doesn't need to be the same every night. But if you can find a structure, you know, like I'm definitely going to eat around this time. I'm definitely going to get ready for bed around this time. I'm going to sleep at this time. The relaxation or lovely things that you do alternate depending on how you feel. Then that's perfect. 
So I really encourage you before you jump into the next podcast or jump into whatever else, whatever else you have on your to-do list today, take a moment with a journal ideally, but you can just reflect in your mind in silence. What in your ideal world, what does your evening routine look like? And what is realistic for you? Do you want to try change the whole thing at one go? Go for it. Give it a go. You know, sometimes you find it feels so good. It's just so easy to do. You know, you might go, mm, I can't really change any. Uh, I work late. You know, I don't know if I have the you know willpower to change. Change one thing. Change what you eat. Drink a tea instead of, you know, a sugary drink. Or maybe a tea instead of alcohol or something like that. Just change one thing, okay? You don't need to force yourself into anything. You don't need to, boom, all of a sudden magically become this amazing evening routine warrior. You just have to take this information and go, okay, what's the most important thing for me to change? And start there. And then you can progress from there. You might listen to this episode a few times to really get it in your head. You might go and do some research about relaxation. You know, maybe there's a late night massage place around you. How good would that be? Go and get a massage on Sundays or something. How good, you know, you decide what you want to do. If you need any help, you know, you're more than welcome to message me and come and find the support. I'll be happy to chat to you about your evening routine. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Magical Human, for tuning in. Thank you for following the last episode, even though it was imperfect. But everything is imperfect and we need to get very comfortable with mistakes and being imperfect because they're not going away anytime soon. So if anything, let this redo episode be permission for you to go, whoops, and try again. Okay. You're more than welcome to try again. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this episode was helpful. If you really enjoyed it, please share it with someone that you love. You can also screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Madison underscore mindset. Please leave a rating and review on the platform you listen to this. It really helps this episode expand and find more beautiful humans to influence and to help guide. So the more of you do that, the more that helps. So thank you so much for that time. I really appreciate it. Sending you so much love and I wish you a beautiful evening routine and a beautiful day. Love. See you next time.